Come on, let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Lord, you're worthy, Jesus. We glorify your holy name, dear God. Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honor, Jesus. There is none other like you, O oh God. Have your way in this place tonight, Jesus. Let your Holy Ghost move, dear God. Speak to our hearts, dear Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Feel what we feel. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 21. First Kings chapter 21 and beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for it for it a better vineyard than that than it, or it is seen good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Abel said unto Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I'd like to preach on keeping my inheritance. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. I love what I feel here tonight in the house of God. The Holy Ghost that I can feel as I walked in here and I heard the, the songs being sang unto the Lord. And I could feel a power, I could feel a strength here in the house of the Lord. And it is a good thing that we have here tonight. The devil would love nothing more than to cause us to lose out on what God has provided for us. Um, you'll read in the Bible that God always dealt with giving an inheritance to his people, giving a, making a promise unto them and seeing that they would receive what he had promised them. It began with Abraham as he told Abraham to come out from amongst your kindred and that I would, I'll bless you. He told Abraham everywhere that he stepped his foot, it would be given to him. And Abraham trusted in God. He, he walked with God, and God blessed Abraham. He kept his promise to Abraham. You'll find out that the blessings and the promises that he made unto Abraham, that they, they went on to Isaac as Isaac began to develop a relationship and a walk with God. And it didn't stop there, but it went on to Jacob. And you'll find out that out of Jacob, there was the children of Israel, a nation that God made promise to him that he would bless them, he would be their God, and that he would give them an inheritance. He would give them a promised land, a land that flowed with milk and honey. And that time came that God led his people into that land, and he came through with the promise that he made to them. And they begin to inherit. But you'll find out that in the Bible that as it read that the children of Israel, they 
as they became a little relaxed in what they was doing, that they didn't destroy all the nations that God told them to get rid of. And because of it, they found themselves back in bondage, found themselves losing out with God when it was all said and done. Tonight, the devil wants you to lose out on your inheritance. He wants you to give it up for something that seems a lot more better, seems a lot more fancier, seems a lot more glamorous. But tonight, I understand that there's nothing greater than what I feel here in the house of the Lord. Uh, there is no other feeling that can compare to what I feel here in the house of the Lord and that I, can, that I feel when God begins to move in this place and when the Holy Ghost begins to flow in my life. There's nothing else that can compare to that feeling tonight. You can, you can go down the list. Uh, alcohol, it doesn't compare. Drugs, it doesn't compare. Relationships, it doesn't compare to the feeling that we fear here in the house of the Lord. When the Holy Ghost is moving and God is touching the hearts of his people. can be seated tonight. It's important that we know what we have. It's important that we have a hold, we have a grip on what we have here tonight. It's important that we don't have a selling price tonight. Because the devil will come. He will come, he will tempt, uh, he will speak words of doubt, words of fear in your heart. And he will try to see if you have a price, a selling price on giving up what God has given you, what God has placed in our hands. The Bible tells us that Ahab came to Naboth, and Naboth had this vineyard, and Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard. And he said, give, give it to me. Give me your vineyard, and uh Matter of fact, I'll give you one that's better than the one that you have, or I'll give you whatever price you think that it's worth. But Naboth understood what he had. He understood that the price that had been paid for what he had. He understood that this just didn't happen, but there was a price that was paid that he had this vineyard, and he didn't care what nameth, what Ahab offered, he wasn't letting go of his inheritance. Tonight, we need to know the price that has been paid for us to be here tonight because this didn't just happen. We didn't just appear here in the situation that we're in, but a price was paid that we could have what we have here tonight. In case you've forgotten, your heavenly father robed himself in flesh, came down and walked in this midst of this world and died on the cross, shed his blood so that you could have an opportunity at eternal life. Matter of fact, let me talk about the people that have went on before us, that have had this message down generation after generation. The apostles, your pastor, your senior pastor. I'm talking about a price that has been paid so that you have an opportunity to experience the power of the Holy Ghost. 
You can be seated tonight. There's a price that's been paid for you to have what you have here tonight. And Naboth, he understood that. He understood that no money could compare to what he had. He understood that there was nothing else like this. There was no other comparison. There was nothing better. Ahab said, I'll give you one that is like it or better. Let me tell you, it gets no better than this here tonight. It gets no, I, and, and you know what? I don't want a cheap imitation. I don't want a so-called church that looks like church and it doesn't have power, but I need power in the church that I'm in. I need Come on, I don't want a form of godliness, but I deny the power thereof. I want the real thing. I want the true. Come on, I want fire to fall when I lift up my hands and I call upon the name of the Lord. I want God to hear me. I don't want something that appears to be the truth. I want the truth tonight. I want the real thing tonight. You can be seated. I don't want a knockoff imitation of it. I want the real deal tonight. And Naboth knew that. He knew that there was nothing else. There was nothing else that could compare to what he had. I'm going to tell you tonight, the devil wants you to let go. He wants you to loosen your grip tonight on this experience that we have. He wants you to come in and take every come in, relax in a service like this and take it for granted. Because when we do that and we allow him to talk us out of coming in and magnifying the Lord and worshiping God with everything that we have, he is causing us to loosen our grip on what God has placed in our hands. You know, I, don't, I, want, the, I want the attitude and I want the mindset of neighbors tonight. You can't have what I have. You can't have my Holy Ghost experience. This is my experience, and I'm not selling it out. Listen, I don't have a buying price tonight. You can offer the money all you want to. The Bible tells me, what does it profit a man if he gained this whole entire world, but he lose his soul? I'm telling you, it profits nothing. So tonight, I don't have a selling price. I don't have a buying out price. I know what I have tonight. It's the greatest thing in the world. There's nothing that can compare to the power of the Holy Ghost that we feel here. You can be seated tonight. There's nothing compares to it. Nothing can compare to what we fear here tonight. And we have to come in with the mindset that we know what we have here and that we know what the Lord wants to do here in this place tonight. If the devil can get us to come in and just casually lift up our hands and casually offer up worship, then he is one tonight. Because in doing that, we don't receive what we need from the Lord. When we come into the house of the Lord, there is supposed to be a, a, a power that is here. There is supposed to be a, 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 
an, a, a power that is here that it changes and it, it begins to rearrange everything that needs to be fixed in our lives. God stands ready to touch us here tonight. He stands ready to, to fill us here tonight. He stands ready to meet every need that we have here tonight. Let me tell you, let me tell somebody, you've walked in here downcasted and downtrodden. You've walked in here uh, in fear and doubt. Let me tell you, you don't have to leave here that way that you came in, but God wants to lift that heavy load off of your shoulder. God wants to meet you right where you are. Come on, I know we've heard over and over and over again, but guess what? It's the truth. That's what we're here for. God is here to meet your need. He is here to touch your heart. He is here to set you free. Come on, I don't want to come in knowing that I need have a need and I leave out with that same need. I want my need to be met tonight. I want to know that God stands ready to meet the need. He stands ready to touch my heart. You can be seated tonight. There are people that have had this that have had this experience, but they've let it go. They've threw it away for something that seemed to be a lot more glamorous, that it seemed to be a lot more fulfilling. But I don't want to have that mindset tonight because I want to know that there's nothing greater than this, what I have here tonight. Nothing. You'll read in the Bible where Esau came in and and Jacob was preparing a meal, and he smelled that meal, and he, was, he had done worked a long, hard day, and he came in, and he asked for what Jacob was preparing, and Jacob said, you give me your birthright, then you can have it. And he willingly handed over his birthright. And the Bible begins to tell us how he felt about his birthright. The Bible says that he despised it. And that he said, what good is this birthright if I die? Now, he sold out promises and blessings for a temporary fix. Because I'm sure that a couple of hours later, if he's anything like me, a couple of hours later, he was hungry once again. And I'm going to tell you what that is. That is the characteristic of the flesh. That is the flesh. The flesh will sell out time and time again for what is temporary, that for what can only fulfill in the moment. But when it's all said and done, you're left wanting again. You're left empty once again. I do not want to sell out for a temporary fix tonight. Come on, I don't want to sell out for the pleasures of this world that only last for a season. But when that season is over with, I'm destroyed. I'm, I have no hope. I have no joy. But I want to grab a hold of what I have and I want to know. Come on, this ain't worth letting go of. This ain't worth selling out for. This ain't worth losing heaven over. Come on, the world ain't worth it. The superstars of this world ain't worth it. Hollywood is not worth me missing out on heaven. You can be seated tonight. 
not worth it. But Esau, all he could see was what was right in front of him. He couldn't, he couldn't see afar off. He couldn't see the blessings and the promises that came with the birthright. I don't want to despise this experience that I have here tonight. I don't want to begin to think how that I can't, what I can't do and what I can't be involved in and where I can't go. You know what? It's a good reason why we shouldn't want to go those places. It's, it should be a good reason why we wouldn't want to be involved with those things because those things are only going to drag us down and pull us back into the hog pit that God pulled us out of. I don't want to lose out on what God has given me all because I think I'm missing out on something. I want to know that I'm not missing out on anything, but I got everything that I need right here in the house of the Lord. Come on, young person, don't let the devil, don't let the world cause you to believe that you're missing out. Honey, the only thing that you're missing out on is heartache and pain. You better thank God that you're in the church. You better thank God that there's stability in your life. You better thank God that you have a foundation to stand upon. Come on, if that's all I'm missing out on, I thank God for that. I thank God for the peace that is in my life. I thank God for the joy that is in my life. I thank God for the stable mind that I have. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Grab a hold of this thing tonight. Stop letting the devil talk you out of your relationship. Stop letting the devil talk you out of being victorious and overcoming. Stop causing him to allow you to struggle. You have everything you have need of here tonight. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Bible tells us that Jesus he picked his disciples, 12 disciples to follow him so that he could begin to pour into and one of those 12 that he picked was Judas now the Bible says that God when, when Jesus sent them out to to go out and to compel people to come, that he gave them power. He gave them power over unclean spirits. And Judas saw all of the wonderful works that Jesus did. He saw the healing of the blind. He saw the healing of the lame. He saw the healing of the, the deaf. He saw all of these things. And when the time came, he allowed the devil to talk him out of the greatest thing that anyone could ever be a part of. As he sold Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. 30 pieces of silver. Now at the time it seemed like a great it seemed like a great deal. It seemed like something that was promising, it was wonderful. But when it was all said and done and he got what he thought he wanted. He found out that it wasn't everything that it cracked up to be. As he found out that they was going to take him and that they was going to crucify.
crucify him. Then he wanted to come back and give back, but it was too late. He had done already allowed the devil to talk him out of something that he was a part of. Tonight, I don't want to allow the devil to talk me out of what I have here tonight. This is the greatest thing that you could ever be a part of. I can't say that enough because it's the truth. It's the truth. Young person, don't let the devil cause you to think that you need to be out in this world and you need to experience the things of this world. It's nothing but a trick. It's nothing but a plan to destroy you and ultimately destroy your soul in hell. That's what the devil is after. The Bible says that he's come to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his whole plan. He wants to destroy your soul in hell. But Jesus Christ said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Let me tell you what you have here tonight. It is abundant life. This is true life. This is what it really means to really be living. They think that they're living it up. But they're on their way to a devil's hell. But this is living. This is what life is all about. This is what you are to be a part of. This is what it's all about. You can be seated tonight. I love what we have here tonight. I love the the power of the Holy Ghost that we have. But I'll tell you that this is not the end of it. This is not the end. This is just a down payment of what is in store for us if we hold on to this. Paul, he was talking to the church, and he said he began to tell them that they were sealed uh, with that Holy Spirit of promise. And he said that which is the earnest of our inheritance. And I always want to know what, when he said the earnest of our inheritance I want to know what that meant, and I begin to look it up. And what that basically means is that what we have here tonight, this Holy Ghost that we experience and that we feel, that's just a down payment to hold us and to keep us and to help us to stand until we ultimately inherit what our what we are supposed to inherit, and that is heaven. This is to hold us. This is to keep us. And the devil, if the devil can get you to let go of what you have tonight, he knows that he's ultimately won because if you let go of this, then you will miss out on heaven. You won't make it. But tonight, I want to know what I have. I want to know the purpose of it. Matter of fact, I want to know what the devil is trying to do so that I can know what I need to do. And that is get in line and stay in line with God's word. Come on, I don't have time to be disobedient according to God's word. I don't have time to play games. I want to know what the devil wants to do. And I want to get my eyes on where it needs to be tonight. And that's on the things of God. That's on the word of God. Come on, don't let him talk you out of your inheritance tonight. But you grab hold of it. You cleave to it. You can be seated tonight. I don't have time to fall into bitterness. 
Don't have time to fall into jealousy. Don't have time to fall into backbiting. Don't have time to fall into uh, fighting one another. Come on, I want to know who I need to be fighting, and that's the devil. I know. I want to know what I need to be doing, and that is reaping the harvest. That is teaching Bible studies. That is knocking doors. Come on, I ain't got time to fight with one another, and I lose out with God. Come on, I want my eyes to be fixed on where it needs to be. And that's the things of God that's united together to reap this harvest, to win the loss, to win this city. Be seated tonight. Because believe it or not, if the devil can get you fighting one another, if he can get you to be so focused on that, then he's winning the battle as well. Because if you're doing that, then there's no way you could possibly be doing the things of God. There's no way we could possibly have our mindset on what, on reaping this harvest. The devil would love nothing more than to tear this church apart. I want, you to, I want you to hear that tonight. He wants that. He wants to come in and he wants to tear this church apart. He wants, to, he wants to tear it apart because it stands for truth. Because he knows that this church is going to impact this city in that, and has been impacting this city. And he don't like that. He don't like the fact that people are throwing down the alcohol, the, the alcohol, and they're coming and being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He don't like the fact that people are flushing the drugs down the toilet and they're coming in and they're being transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. So if he can tear it apart and stop what God is doing, you better believe he's going to try. I need somebody that understands what he is trying to do and see what the big picture is. And that is we continually preach this gospel. We continually go out and tell somebody about the name of Jesus Christ. can be seated tonight. I need to know if I got some neighbors that are in the house tonight that are saying, this is my inheritance and I'm not letting go of it. Devil, you can offer whatever it is that you want to offer. You bring it, but guess what? This is my inheritance and I know the price that has been paid for me to have it and you know what? I'm not going to let go of it, but I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to pass it on to the next generation that is coming on behind me. Come on, the Bible says a good man leaves his children's children an inheritance. Come on, I got to grab a hold of this thing so that I can give it to my children so that they can have it, so that they can know about the power of the Holy Ghost, so that they can know about Jesus' name, baptism, so that they can experience the power of God in their lives. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. It's time to stop playing games, and it's time to get serious about our Father's business. It's time to get our eyes on where it needs to be. In Jesus' name. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Let us lift up our hands. Let us call upon the name of the Lord tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus.
in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Don't let him talk you out of letting go. Don't let him talk you out of backsliding. Don't let him talk you out of grabbing a hold of what God has for you. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I want to know if there are some people that are here that made it up in their minds. I'm going to be serious about what I have. Come on, I'm through of just lackadaisically coming into the house of the Lord. I'm through with just handling this thing any kind of way. But I'm going to grab a hold of it. Come on, church. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Come on. The devil doesn't like what's taking place in this city. He doesn't like what this church stands for. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy this church. But I'm telling you, God is well able. He's well able to see us through. He's well able to hold us up. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord. The Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is here. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on, somebody. Cry out to the Lord. This is your time to grab a hold of him. This is time to get your renewing. This is your time to let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. God forbid that I give you the inheritance of my father. I'm not going to do it. I'm not letting go of it. Oh, come on. These altars are open tonight. Come on, somebody. Come down with your hands lifted up. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here. Strong. 